The Altar Life. Two hours of the best Christian music. The Altar Life with Brent and Jeff. Unexplainable things are out there everywhere. Like, why do why does Hawaii have interstates? You ever wonder? Think hmm. about that one because you got to like wait interstate. Oh, Hawaii! It's all by itself yeah, out there, isn't it? There's nothing to drive to, <laughs> but they do. Yes, they and drive we, into the the water or something. Our goal here on the Ultra Life is to make you think. Hopefully, we are succeeding. What's up tonight? We are broadcasting again for you and uh, hopefully you're yeah. not turning off your station as we speak because that would be mean <laughs> <laughs> we would cry no we wouldn't we would just keep talking because we didn't know that you turned it off yeah we have no uh, way of checking ratings or anything but that's a good thing because we might get depressed <laughs> um sure we, got would. Great, we got a great topic for you tonight but first off let's get this party started with a little toby mac you're listening to the Alter Life with Brent and Jeff. All right. Well, we just got that party started. So <laughs> this is the Alter Life with Brent and Jeff. It can officially start now. <laughs> because thanks to we, Toby Mac. Yeah. <laughs> thank you, Toby Mac, for kicking our party off. Um, so, we're, yeah, we hope tonight's a party. Um, that we have some fun. We. <laughs> but more importantly, we are just excited about what we're going to be talking out, talking about this evening. Because it's something that we've all experienced. If you've been in a church for any length of time, um, even if you haven't been in a church and just known Christians who were, yeah. you know, kind of like what we're going to be talking about, um, where they're, you know, they sit up on their high horse and they look down at you and they make judgments. Yeah. Ooh. Show of hands, how many of you have ever been in a church that was divided? I see that hand, Brent. <laughs> <laughs> and myself. Two people at least. Yeah. Tonight's topic is a church divided when discernment becomes judgment. And that's uh, mm. it's a fine line because uh, discernment is a gift from God. But judgment is something that is only for God. And he, uh, he, he rebukes judgment, judging other people. Um, and allow, you know, God, God is judge. That's what the Bible says. And uh, who are we to be judging? And uh, it's something that, that runs rampant in the church and it, it goes under the... The guise of uh, fruit inspecting, or um, just trying to, you know, tell it like it is, bro. <laughs> yeah. The uh, uh, scary bro, you know, <laughs> it always gets scary. We when are so, so bro. anti-bro on this show. <laughs> we are the anti-bro, the author life. <laughs> <laughs> I love how like everything turns into a slogan for our show. It's yeah. great, yeah, but it, um, it would be great. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but you know. It, the place that the church is supposed to be is a place where broken people and sinners and people who are struggling and people who are just being real can come and feel loved and accepted. Um, and they can be not necessarily that the church should be agreeing with their sinful lifestyle um, because that would be, you know, what against what the Bible teaches, but where somebody can come and can be, can be um, repaired, if you will. And, um, not made to feel like they're not worthy. So um, we're going to be talking about the difference between to discern and the difference between that and actually putting that on the line and judging somebody else. So, uh, Brent, we have this topic, and it's I think it's about time to jump into it. I agree. Let's we have uh, a couple verses, a couple sections of Scripture that we're going to be looking at tonight. The first one we're going to start off is uh, Luke chapter 9. So get your Bibles out. And... Uh, <laughs> 
Why don't you read along with us? I wish everyone could have saw Jeff waving his Bible in the air <laughs> like it was a banana peel or something. <laughs> Wait a minute, that didn't make any sense. Banana, either. who waves banana peels? I do, all right? Okay. <laughs> don't judge me. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> Weirdo. <laughs> oh, man. So, Luke chapter 9 Beginning in verse uh, 49. I picked up for you there. Thank you. I appreciate Um, that. Let's picture the scene here. It's uh, right after the disciples can't cast this demon out, and Jesus rebukes them for not having enough faith. Um, And then they go on to this dispute among themselves, saying, who's the greatest? And, you know, even that is kind of ironic, considering they were just rebuked by Jesus, and now they're saying how great they are. But John... I'm glad that, you know, someone points him out and says, yeah, John said this. <laughs> it's not like he can uh, he can back himself up or anything. It says in Luke verse 49, now John answered and said, Master, we saw someone casting out demons in your name, and we forbade him because he did not follow with us. But Jesus said to him, do not forbid him, for he who is not against us is on our side. Epiphany. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> this is something that uh, a verse in maybe you may have never heard before. I know that... When you hear it, you're like, wait a minute, That I guess that makes sense. If you're not an enemy of God, or if you're not against Jesus Christ, then you must be on the same side as those that are for Jesus Christ, right? Yeah. There's two sides. <laughs> a plus B equals C. Exactly. So a lot of times we get into this mentality in the church where... Um, you know, and the little headliner in that little section of scripture is Jesus forbids sectarianism. We get into our little sects. We get our clicks going where we have this church that believes this or this church that worships this way or that church that does this, Methodist, Baptist, non-denoms. Uh, <laughs> we have this kind of Christian. We have that kind of Christian where Jesus says, as long as you're on my side, we're all one. We're all on the same side. Yeah, and you know, continuing on with what Jeff was talking about a little while ago when he read from Luke 9 and he was talking about you know, those of us who are on God's side, as long as we're on God's side, you know, we're we're on the right side. You know what I mean? And, um, you know, even within, and he was kind of mentioned denominations. Denominations are, are a classic example of people who have differences that kind of build their little sect. And they, you know, they point at the other denominations and say how horrible or how wrong they are, um, which completely goes against the whole unity of being unified in Christ. But even when you're inside your own church, and there's little pockets and sex yeah. and stuff. Like, there's the group over there that, like, don't believe in, like, um, eating sugar. And, like, you know, they're basically <laughs> like, you know, if you eat sugar, you're evil. You know, you're not, you know, you're not taking care of your body like God would. Um, or, like, they don't immunize your kids or whatever. And they, like, try to take these things that aren't, like, spiritual issues. And they try to spiritualize them and build some sort of doctrine around it. Yeah. Um, so they can kind of put their little flag in there and say, this is my little doctrinal mountain and you're not allowed on it unless you do <laughs> the things that I say. And people love to have that kind of um, mentality because it makes them feel good about themselves. Like, yeah, I'm on the right side and um, because I do X, Y, and Z. And um, we've been talking about this on The Altar Life for a while. Um, just the mere fact that, you know what? We're sinners. <laughs> and like, <laughs> surprise, surprise, Jeff and I sin. And um, even though we're Christians now, we're still sinners. We still do things that the Lord doesn't approve of. And um, it's not like we intend to like seek those things out and do yeah. them. But just the mere fact that we're human causes us to desire things that aren't good. We still have flesh inside of us. And um, 
you know, all these other things, you know, we, we do our best to follow the Spirit's lead and to, do, you know, and to live the way we're supposed to. Um, and maybe for me, it's like, you know, God doesn't want me to um, eat that donut. But for Jeff, it might be like, you know, you know full speed <laughs> ahead. <laughs> As you may be able to tell. No, just, just kidding. Donuts po. <laughs> but um, it's not like I'm going to sit around and tell Jeff, you should have eaten that donut because you're going to go to hell. It's like, you know, that's that's taking our personal preferences and turning it into doctrine. Yeah, and that's, God, uh, that's like totally against what God's all about. When did we get the authority to canonize things? Yeah. <laughs> it's like now in the gospel according to Brent, uh, it says in chapter 3, thou shalt not steal his coffee. To the church you know at I mean? the altar life. <laughs> Jeff writes. It's like second opinions through 11. You know? <laughs> That's classic. Um, one of the things that I, I find so humorous in this passage is that the disciples are jealous of these people because right before they were unable to cast out demons and Jesus rebuked them and then they're like we saw these people casting out demons we were jealous and we yeah. <laughs> like that's a lot of times people see what's going on and because they don't agree with it they try to put it down yeah. or because they're not a part of it that was a 90s flashback that was the newsboys with take me to your leader and we know what Jesus is our leader it doesn't matter who our little person leader is. Ultimately, we follow Jesus, and his opinion is what is most important. And uh, a lot of times, we can, you know, get caught up in the opinions of, you know, heads of the church, or um, you know, the oh, this person's an assemblies of God person, so his opinion isn't as crucial to my life as this person who. Uh, is a Mennonite or something, you know? Right, like, yeah, yeah. Because it's like, well, as long as that opinion is based on Scripture, then it's a good thing. As long as the person's following Christ, it doesn't matter if their preference is hymns or modern rock or, you know. Yeah. We get so caught up, like Brent was saying, in making it, you know, doctrine. Things that just may be your preference. <laughs> and, it, and we divide over it. It's like, yeah, that's okay. Brent, you know, he might like so, d- different things than me. Oh, well. <laughs> You're listening to their awesome life with that was The Way You Are by The Afters. Brent? You know what? I'm looking forward to their next album. It's been a while. Yeah. It's and been I like keep four che- years. I keep checking out there waiting for their next disc to come out because I really like, think they're cool. They but are coming out with one. I know. I saw it. I forget what it's called. Yeah, but and I forget when it's coming out, but I'm looking forward to it's that. It's not until like 08. <laughs> I'm like, dude, I wish I could like not do something for four years and get paid. That'd be great. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Just kidding, The Afters. Anyway, we're going to keep rolling with this topic. Is that about- like the doctrine of procrastination? Yeah. <laughs> well, you support that, right? Yeah, definitely. That's like the first Fleshalonians? <laughs> first Fleshalonians. I never heard that one. That's uh, great. That's great, yeah. Uh, we want to continue on in Luke chapter 9. Is that, does that sound good? Yeah, that sounds keep good. Going, keep, keep going. Keep kicking it. Because what happens once we discern, <laughs> once we use that, I have the gift of discernment, and God has shown me some discerning qualities of you or something, you know, get into that whole... You all of a sudden turned like 60 years old and had, <laughs> had, had glasses on, on your, your nose, nose. <laughs> and you had a pointy bent finger even, even pointing better, at better, you have a monocle <laughs> perched in your yes. eye socket. <laughs> anyway, um, the next time we see the disciples, they are sent to the Samaritan villages, and the Samaritans don't want Jesus there because... You know, they have the rivalry, rivalry with the Jews and all that kind of stuff. So James and John say, hey, Lord, you want us to command fire to come down from heaven and consume them just as Elijah did? 
Like, how could you ask that question to Jesus? That's hilarious. Do you want to just blow them up? <laughs> you know, I always think you know what I always pictured there was the guys from Monty Python and the Holy Grail who used to like stick their finger out and blow rocks up <laughs> at random. <laughs> it's like Duke Nukem. <laughs> Do you remember? <laughs> um, but what's hilarious about this is that they couldn't cast out a demon, yet they think that they have the authority yeah, to right. cast out, bring down fire from heaven. Oh, <laughs> Jesus, we got this. Just, just say the word. We're going to bring this right. We're going to bring the smackdown on the Samaritan village. It's hilarious. But a lot of times, we in church, we set up platforms for ourselves like, Jesus, you, you want me to go take care of that person? You know, yeah, right. that person's got some issues, and that person's this and that. And they believe that this band is all right. Oh, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> you know, they right. get all. People can't stand for feather, feathers to be ruffled, but that's what we're all about they here. They play on the, the kazoo Alpha. in that band. They obviously don't love the Lord. <laughs> Jesus could not be glorified if there are real drums. Yeah, they're really <laughs> trespassing with that kazoo. And sometimes kazoos <laughs> do make you trespass in anger because they sound so bad. But that's a different topic. Sorry. <laughs> Where did this tasty lick come from? The Altar Life with Brent and Jeff. Music. Please give us the power to blow people's minds with our high voltage rock. Truth. Come on now, don't be bashful. Real. I'm trying to think, but nothing happens. The Altar Life with Brent. Someone need a hug. And Jeff. I like to eat. Is that such a crime? Period. You know what it's time for, people? It's time for our unbelievable segment on Yay. the altar life. I know you have been waiting. You're like, man, a whole hour. Let's get to the unbelievable. And the people rejoiced. Yay. <laughs> Another Monty Python. Well, okay. Monty uh, Python is a, is coming up in my head all morning this morning. Yeah, you know, uh, I can't associate myself with people that watch Monty Python. <laughs> That's doctrine. <laughs> <laughs> Don't judge me. <laughs> uh, Parent, I got something yes. that's unbelievable. Shout it out. What, now, what you know, it? we're a couple days past Christmas, and this one's more for the husbands out there. Yeah. Uh, shout out to all you husbands out there. Brent and I are husbands of uh, one wife, like the Bible says. <laughs> Husband to one wife. Oh, that's right. Um, that wife is different. And now that Christmas has <laughs> gone by, let's just rejoice, because it's like... It's you over. Ha- <laughs> but then you got, let's see, what, 361 days to think about what you're going to get your wife for Christmas next year. <laughs> I know. Which is the most unbelievable task. You know, our unbelievable, is. our unbelievable segments are usually just us struggling with some sort of thing or thinking that something's completely ridiculous and we go on a rant. Well, you know, as we as the Christmas season <laughs> was approaching, you know, I remember sitting, talking to Jeff on the phone just saying, you know what? I have no clue. <laughs> I'm just a clueless He's man. Like, <laughs> you have any ideas there? Nope. Nope. Me neither. <laughs> man, it's really hard. The best is like the cliche, like husband to wife gifts, like the day at the spa. Right. Or like, here is a uh, coupon to the hair cuttery. Or like a coupon for one hug <laughs> from Cubby. <laughs> <laughs> That's bad news. Yeah. You know what else is bad news? An appliance. It's like, <laughs> you know, here's the mixer so you can make me more food. That's good. <laughs> here's a new apron for you. Now I've get noticed the my kitchen. clothes haven't been ironed recently. Um, here's an ironing board and an iron. <laughs> you've, been ha- you've been having trouble making dinner? Um, <laughs> I got the George Foreman grill for you. <laughs> you know, I've noticed that when I get home from work, uh, dinner's not on the table. Uh, so... <laughs> I got you a maid. <laughs> Actually, that would probably be a good gift for most wives out gift. there. 
Uh, we're being so <laughs> typical husband. It's I know. Great. It's, it's awesome. But that's the truth. I mean, the best is when you, you know, I've done this before, when you get the gift that is kind of for you, too. It's like, I got you this movie, The Die Hard. Yes. yes. <laughs> I know you there's love a ro- it. There's a romantic scene in it. <laughs> is it Bruce Willis a hunk? Come on. <laughs> You get those kinds uh, of gifts, yeah. too. It's like, I think when I was a kid, I purposely did that. I bought my dad something that I knew that he really wouldn't care that much about that I really wanted. Like, it was a new baseball glove. I really wanted a new baseball glove, so I bought my dad one for him, <laughs> but then I just borrowed it and used it. That's classic. <laughs> it, was, it was intentional buying a gift for myself. That's unbelievable. We're talking about discernment. We're talking about judging. And I think we were just, you know, first hour, we were talking a lot about discernment and discernment gone wrong. And um, we're going to jump into the second half, which is talking about judging others. And we're going to read off a little bit of verse uh, from Matthew 7. says, Judge not that you may be not judged. For with what judgment you judge, you will be judged. And with the measure you use, it will be measured back to you. Why do you look at the speck in your brother's eye, but do not consider the plank in your own eye? Or how can you say to your brother, let me remove the speck from your eye, and look, a plank is in your own eye. Hypocrite. First remove the plank from your own eye, and then you will see clearly to remove the speck from your brother's eye. And uh, that passage is just laying it out there saying, you know, um, you know, don't judge because it's going to get... The f- don't point the finger because the pointer, the pointer finger will come back at you in full <laughs> force because the truth of it is is that you're not any better than anybody else. And um, you still have flesh. You still have that grossness. And uh, if you sit around pointing your finger at all the people you think you're better than, <laughs> you know, you by doing that yourself, you're going to be, uh, you're just like them, you know? Yeah, and the classic thing is when you're pointing your finger at somebody, guess what? Three of your fingers are pointing right back at you. <laughs> That's true. So it's Everybody pointless. try it. <laughs> no point your finger. <laughs> See what he's talking about? Yeah. <laughs> it is pointless to yeah. point the finger. And uh, Jesus... I see him kind of joking about this, like the way it's so ludicrous. Like, hey, let me. Like, he's probably like, hey, let me get this plank or you know this speck out of your eye. Meanwhile, you got like this big log hanging out of your eye. You know, Jesus. I'm sure the people are sitting there laughing and saying, yeah. like, yeah, that is ridiculous. I can't believe we do that. You know, yeah. Jesus wasn't like, so. You know, we see like in the the portrayals of Jesus. I doubt that he was like this humorless, you know, robot. I'm sure that he's like, come on, people, look at the. This is ridiculous that you would see, yeah. you know, a, a speck in your brother's eye. Meanwhile, you got this log hanging out of your own eye that you're not dealing with. And, and Jesus, he, he, he's always encouraging us to look inward yeah. before we're starting to look at other people. And, you know, he also says, you know, don't, whatever somebody else's standards may be, don't just assume that that's your standard, too, because it's different, you know. You know the kids that grow up like, well, they're allowed to do it. That doesn't mean a thing. Jesus, you know, I don't. You know, not only uh, are we to look at ourselves and not judge other people, but we're not supposed to judge ourselves by other people. You know what I mean? We're not supposed to be looking at other people to say, well, if they can do it, so can I, because it's not necessarily true. The other classic story is the woman at the is the adulterous woman. We'll get into a little bit later, but. Um, he basically looked up. This lady was in sin, and he goes, "Where are all your accusers?" And everybody, you know, he who has sin cast the first stone, and everybody walked away. So, next song we got is uh, "Liar" by Firefly. Lots of '90s flashbacks for you. That was "Promise" by Delirious. Yeah, and you know, I was saying earlier, um, you know, Jesus, <clears throat> this this lady who was in sin, you know, she deserved 
she was a sinner, baby, you know, and she deserved to get stoned in that day and age. And, um, you know, like I was saying, Jesus was like, you know, you know, who's got the first sin? You know, who's 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 the one who's sinless? Because that person should cast the first stone on everyone. You know, I can see everybody slowly dropping their rocks and walking away. It's being sad because they wanted to they wanted to feel good about pointing someone else's sin out and making them pay because we love to see justice happen with somebody who you think um, deserves it. Not only that, it makes you feel better about the stuff that you're doing wrong because you, you can p- compare yourself and say, well, at least I'm not as bad as that person. <laughs> we got to apply this now. What are we talking about here? Discernment, judgment, uh, div- you know, division. There's all these, you know, these bad words um, that we deal with at church um, and among the, the body of Christ, not just your specific church necessarily. You may be like, my church is great. But when you encounter other believers, a lot of times you feel so awkward around them. Like, I don't know how to handle it or you don't know how because you're not part of my church or something like that. We yeah. get caught up in that. And, you know, it's it's kind of discouraging and, and you you can be misled a lot of times. Yeah, be very careful. Um, even when you're, you're that person who starts speaking as if you have some sort of authority, um, biblical authority, you know, like... Um, and placing your opinion as doctrine in someone else's life, especially younger people. I mean, I've actually met several people, and, and it's even happened to myself, where you know someone would tell me something in the guise of it being right from the Lord's mouth, yeah. and um, and it being completely f- not the truth, and being a young believer or somebody who's just learning what God, you know, what God is all about, being misguided and believing a lie, yeah. um, just because I believe that person who was apparently supposed to be. T- talking to me about God's word, but really just ended up talking to me about their opinion or um, their perspective, which a lot of times can be different than God's perspective. Mm-hmm. Um, and listen, that might be what God is teaching them, but not yeah. what God is teaching you. Yeah. And we never want to, uh, we never want to receive something from the Lord that he may say, you know, for you do not drink. You know, for me, I don't drink like that's just my, between me and God. But I, grew up thinking that if anybody did drink that they were wrong because that's what I thought. I was trying to I was trying to look at people through the lenses of the way God looks at me mm-hmm. which God has a different personal relationship with every Christian. It's very important for us to remember that and um, you know now I see that God's, God has his, his ways for each person and uh, who am I to get in the way of that? The next song we have is Shout by Ian Escalin. Just to wrap up what we've been talking about tonight, um, we're not discounting in our, in our you know, what we've been saying. That our tangents. <laughs> <laughs> we're not discounting the role that people can have in our lives. You know, sometimes God sends somebody to kind of pull you aside and talk to you and correct and help correct your path. Um, but what godly discernment really is, is a relationship with the Lord. And you take things that come in. I mean, there's stuff that's flying in my head and out out of my head all day long. And um, just to be able to have a relationship where you sit down with the Lord and you're like, Lord, is there truth in this? Is this something that I should be considering or not? And let the Lord guide your steps. Let the Lord guide your thoughts. And if it's something that's not real or not true, then throw it away. Don't even play with it anymore. Um, But if it's something that the Lord's trying to speak to you about, and take it to heart and act on it because that's what the purpose of it was. Um, so, and don't don't sit around flaunting your opinion as gospel because you know what? Last I heard, last I read the Bible, 
you didn't write one of the chapters. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> Your name may be Ruth, but you didn't write the book of Ruth. That's true. <laughs> Your main name be Peter. It's just second opinions or first flesh alone. Oh, that's hilarious. The Book of Rude. <laughs> <laughs> the Book of Rude. Because <laughs> oh, sometimes man. people can just be rude. And they're like, yo, bro. And we're not about the bro here on the altar life. We'll never call you bro, we promise. <laughs> uh, we'll call you brother. That's right. From a different mother. That's no, right. I'm just kidding. Whatever that means. But um, we love you guys. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for hanging out with us all night tonight. Or maybe you just tuned in just two seconds ago. You know, should have tuned in earlier. Missed <laughs> <laughs> a, a whammy, <laughs> but uh, we're we're by we're by far not perfect, and we've got a lot of things that the Lord wants to teach us. But until next week, be cool, cats. Live for Christ. Period. <laughs>